0: It is a new year here, and we are so excited to share with you some of the trends that are going out, some of the trends that are new in 2024, and quite honestly, how it doesn't really matter. Stick around and enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted, and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home. It's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget. Like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way. Like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style. Where you can start living free from the Pinterest Perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Oh, the 2024 home design trend list is here. And if we went to any blog, any resource, any magazine, any article, we would see a very different list place to place to place. The itemized things that they have on their lists are all very different. And you'd even see a difference in the way that kind of fancy pants designers are categorizing their list versus the ones that are a little bit more accessible to us. I also want to make note of the way that some of these design trends should you go and do some research on your own some of them are catering more towards the big picture the remodeling or the building of a house whereas others and the ones i'm bringing you today are catered more towards accessibility to doing things yourself and so what i did was i scoured a lot of articles and i chose to to skip away from the ones that were talking more about remodeling or building homes. And I chose to stick to ones that were a little more accessible to you. Things that you could do on a weekend or over time. Things that if you're ready to make change in your home, you can apply if you want to. Now, what I want to have you note is this. If you listen to last year's episode, you're going to notice a lot of similarities. Because even though it's saying a trend for 2024, sometimes, unless it is completely out there, these are shifts in design that will last for a little while. So if I mention it here, it's probably going to stay for a while or has been around for a while. And I'll let you know too, if I think, whoa, we're way out there. (laughs) Whoa, do not do this one. I'll let you know, there are a couple, but I took a look at some of the accessible resources and I, I tried to find the commonality between them and I broke it down into five key components. And those are the trends we're gonna focus on today. The places I found this inspiration or these resources, the places I found the information from were places that you go to probably anyway. I found an article from House Beautiful. I found one from Apartment Therapy and from Good Housekeeping. And I wanted to keep it pretty minimal because we could keep going down this rabbit hole and everyone has a different take on their opinion of the trend. Even you'll hear me say, I have a different take on that opinion. So are you ready? What are the five main categories? All right, let's break it down. You're not going to be surprised. Here are some that even repeated itself from last year. The first one is quiet luxury. Now, if you didn't listen to episode number 169 last year, when I shared what quiet luxury was as it was emerging on the scene, I want you to go back and listen to that. Quiet luxury sounds but well, not luxurious, it sounds wonderful it is a lived in relaxed approach less rigid approach to living than what we've seen hanging out on instagram hanging out on pinterest for the last couple of years if you explored quiet luxury you would find earthy tones you would find really quality furniture forget the quickly manufactured mdf manufactured pieces of furniture people are going for and craving more solid build maybe even a little bit more custom build. And that happens inside of quiet luxury. It's super comfortable. These homes that are designed around the idea of quiet luxury are timeless and classic, but they are also comfortable. So you can walk into a space and feel like, wow, this is really, really nice. But I also don't feel like I can't be in here. Like if I misplaced something or I picked up a book on the coffee table, I would get in trouble for not putting it back where it goes. It's not stuffy. It is opposite of stuffy. It is inviting, relaxing, as well as appreciative of the finer things in life. I like that. Quiet luxury. I like that. What you would find inside of Quiet Luxury, too, if we were going to go look at Quiet Luxury inside of a bathroom per se, you would find a spa like feel. You would find details that are a little bit more opulent, a little bit more elevated. You you might find things that you wouldn't find in someone else's home next door, like tile that is a little bit more custom, a little bit more unique. You might not find it at Lowe's. You could probably get a close replica, but you might not find it there. Now, quiet luxury does not have to be expensive. We'll go into that in a future episode so that I can teach you how to bring quiet luxury into your home in a way that doesn't break the bank. It sounds very expensive, (laughs) but I don't think it has to be. It's all about intentionality. It's all about inviting, quality, and quite honestly, a little bit less white. We don't want it to feel stark or unapproachable. All right, the second trend that is happening this year in 2024, that is actually a carryover, I think, from last year. If you go back and listen to last year's, you'll notice that there are some very similar qualities about this trend, and that is personality. Now, the goal here in personality is to have a home that doesn't look quite like the person next door. And that can happen any number of ways, but I just kind of compartmentalized a lot of these different qualities that we found in all these resources, in all of these articles, and I compartmentalized them here. What personality can look like is bold decision-making. Really, anytime you kind of take away the custom the, the cookie cutter look, the builder grade look, and you're making that bold decision. That is a bold decision. When you decide, like we did, to put a floor to ceiling built-in library with a rolling ladder, that is a bold decision. You're not going to see that next door or two doors down. When you take away the idea of an Eden kitchen and you build in a bench with, with storage for cookbooks, that's a bold decision it takes away the builder grade, it takes away the, the cookie cutter, and that in itself is personality-infused. But here are some other ideas. They're saying that personality-infused homes, bold decision-making is happening with saturated color. And this is something that we've seen now for at least a year. They're saying in kitchens, moving away from white cupboards, again, not new, but moving away from white cupboards and having more bold colors, and even when I'm saying bold, I'm not necessarily meaning royal blue or fuchsia pink. I'm not meaning those. Really, having any color is a bold decision. If you painted your cupboards a sage green, which by the way is a very trendy color, that would be something that is bold. It's a, it's a bold move to move out of your comfort zone from white into something that is a little bit different wallpaper is still trending. Wallpaper is a personality infuser. It's very bold decision making. Now we'll get to how they're, they're bringing in wallpaper in different ways in just a second In trend number three, but wallpaper in general is here to stay. It's here for a few more years. So if you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence, go ahead and do it. Part of infusing your personality in this trend is moving a little bit away actually a lot of bit away <laughs> from big box store art, moving away from that, even moving away from art that has closed frames, that has a glass front, kind of the traditional thinking art, moving more into structural pieces or artwork that looks a little bit more gallery inspired. Now, does that mean you have to go ahead and throw away all of your artwork? No, don't do that. But can you bring in a few more pieces? Sure. A few more structural pieces? Absolutely. A few more gallery inspired pieces? Yep, do that. All of those are really evidence of bringing in your personality and infusing your space with your story. Because oftentimes that artwork is found in places you have been, you've traveled to, you've literally found, your kids have created. And that's beautiful. That is part of your story. Okay, trend number three. This is a little bit different than years past, and I'm liking it. But this is secondary spaces. These experts are saying that secondary spaces are becoming a little bit more commonplace. What do I mean by secondary spaces? These are so much fun. These are closets that aren't really used as closets anymore. Maybe they're turned into a coffee bar, or maybe a wine storage area, maybe a butler's pantry. These are spaces that are underutilized but are being reimagined into something that's a little bit more functional for you and can be pretty to boot. Warming stations. I mentioned Butler's Pantry. How fun would that be? A drink station. I imagine what we did years ago where we took our Eden kitchen and we took the space in front of our window. We created a long bench seat with storage underneath with baskets that, by the way, were very hard to find. <laughs> but we found them, and has bookshelves um, surrounding each side of the, the window. I imagine that would be an example of their secondary space. And when you create a secondary space from an area in your own home, it can be a little bit more of a project, but there are ways to do it too that you don't have to build anything. You can just bring in a piece of furniture and just imagine that space to be something a little different. The beauty behind this is that you're creating more function and making it beautiful at the same time. The other thing that's happening is that you are negating that cookie cutter feel. One of the things that we're seeing in those secondary spaces is really part of that bold decision-making, and that's having wallpaper in these secondary spaces where you wouldn't necessarily see them. Wallpaper on the back of a closet that is now turned into a butler's pantry is a really good example of infusing that bold, decision-making, that personality into that secondary space. The fourth trend is not really new, but they are putting a little bit different of a spin on it. And that is bringing the outdoors in. Now, last year we talked a lot about bringing greenery in, and that is still a thing. In fact, if you haven't done it yet, and you're a little bit nervous too, it's okay to buy faux. Find some good faux plants and bring them in here and there. But green, in its very nature, Invites the outdoors in while also being a very neutral for any design style you have. That greenery really goes with any color palette. That greenery, that fresh greenery, goes with any design decision you make. You can't go wrong there. But what they're saying this year is that bringing the outdoors in is actually more of having that extension from the outside. So that would look like painting your walls to be a color palette that you would naturally find in the area that you live in. A couple examples they gave were living in the Pacific Northwest and having some of those earthy, moody tones, some of those greens and those dusty blues and some of those earthy tones be reflected on your wall space. But if I lived in Palm Springs, I wouldn't necessarily have that. I might still have some of that light and bright and airy. Maybe some of those bolder hues, those warmer hues like terracottas. Those are the colors I would find if I lived down there. And so having those wall colors reflect a little bit more of your space to be a natural extension of the outside. Of course, it is always popular to have those natural elements, bringing the outdoors in like in wood tones or rattan, plants in general, that's always on trend. The fifth trend, which kind of goes along with that that bringing the outdoors in is and I think this is a trend that is here to stay, like here to stay, and that is more sustainable living, more bringing in and being more intentional about the the items we bring into our home in a way that is less mass produced, that is more, I don't want to say bespoke, but just a little bit more crafted. Going back, if we could reverse time a little bit and go back to the good old days where things were built to last that's what they're meaning by sustainable here and i think that's a trend that we're going to see for years and years and years to come even though we still as a culture love the quick immediate let's get it and get it now we do like that and i i do have to say i like that i just ordered something from amazon yesterday that is going to arrive today (laughs) i do like that but there is a desire and i think there's a shift culturally in this idea of let's be really mindful consumers Let's be really mindful in the way that we bring things into our home and get things out of our home. And I think that's here for a long time. And the last one, which really goes back and mimics some of the um, ideas in the personality, infusing your personality and bold decision-making in your home, and that is the unexpected. How can you bring in the unexpected into your home in a way that doesn't look like your neighbors? And they gave some examples, some really fun examples of big oversized overstated lighting or wallpaper that yes could be in those secondary spaces like in the back of the walls that's a great great first start but what about down the hallways you don't really see wallpaper down the hallways you're seeing it in rooms and you were seeing it on one wall maybe you're seeing it on the ceiling that would be unexpected but where else are you seeing it the other unexpected thing that that they're talking about in big ways, and this might go back to more remodels or more if you're building a home, and that is the turn towards having more intimate spaces. Instead of having open concept homes, having homes that have a little more entry points, a little more privacy, a little more intimacy. Dining rooms that are now no longer open to the living room or the kitchen. You might have a pass through And hopefully that pass through would include a secondary space like a butler's pantry. (laughs) Oh, I can only dream. And there you have it, the five overarching design trends that are carrying over from 2023 or brand new. More quiet luxury, more sustainable and less waste, things that we're bringing into our home, lots more personality and character building in our own home, bringing the outdoors in in big ways, having secondary spaces that are functional but beautiful and the unexpected so now it's your turn i want to know of these trends what are you gravitating to and are are you trying any let me know, come on over to our Facebook group and tell me what trends are you following? What trends do you want to bring into your home? And what do you want to see go by the wayside? In the next couple of weeks, we are going to be diving in just a little bit more and how you can bring these same trends into your own home in big ways. Ideas for how you can bring in quiet luxury, ideas for how you can go bold if you want to, and ways that you can do it all on a budget. So if you haven't pressed subscribe, I want you to do that so you don't miss out how you can bring some of these trends in the new year in your home. All right, until next time. I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go. If you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, Join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.